from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells. Well, good morning and welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is your weekly dose of news from the diocese and around the world, plus commentary on issues that give us grief, give us angst. It's Straight Talk. You've got questions. Hopefully we've got some answers for you. I'm Jean Wells, and so blessed to be broadcasting from the Mercy One studio at Iowa Catholic Radio and to have this forum to talk about these issues. And boy, current events, we have more issues today than we've ever had that give us grief. So we're going to discuss um, how our faith helps us to form our response to the coronavirus, to George Floyd's murder, the rallies, the civil disobedience that has followed, and maybe even have time to touch on the presidential election. My guest today is Dave Friesman, a physical therapist uh, with Rock Valley uh, Physical Therapy, uh, a member of the Iowa Catholic Radio Board, and we're going to be visiting about how can we respond to the chaos around us. So, you know, first we had the coronavirus. It's not gone away, yet the public response seems to have waned a bit in wearing masks and remaining six feet apart and even following the one-way directional aisles in the grocery store. Some poo-poo the idea of wearing masks and, and comment that the church's delay and regathering for masks is excessive precaution. Well, is it? I mean, our friends are are creating division and and amongst our own church teachings. I was just on a conference call with Bishop, and and he talked about who's the one that um, instigates division, even among us and our own faithful. Bishop was talking about that. Well, it's the evil one. And how do we manage this health care in a faith-filled way? Now, on a different subject, because there's a lot of them, earlier this, this month, Pope Francis said in response to the recent riot, Dear brothers and sisters in the United States, I have witnessed with great concern the disturbing social unrest in your nation in these past days, following the tragic death of Mr. George Floyd. We cannot tolerate or turn a blind eye to racism and exclusion in any form, and yet claim to defend the sacredness of every human life. At the same time, we have to recognize that the violence of recent nights is self-destructive and self-defeating. Now, folks, this statement was made by Pope Francis on June 5th, that in the days since, the riots and the destructive behaviors have only escalated. How do we, as Catholics, respond in light of this destruction? Now, if all of these issues weren't controversial enough. We have the presidential election in November, which seems to divide Catholics right down the middle. How do we how do we form our conscience and vote for a candidate that doesn't follow the teachings of the church? You're going to say, which teachings? There you go. The crux of the matter. The crux of the matter. So joining me today is Dave Friesman, physical therapist with Rock Valley Physical Therapy, and a good Catholic man trying to do what is right, as we all are. So we're just going to have a conversation one-on-one about these issues that are all around us. 
but first, uh, we have a couple of events coming up. We're looking forward to September 25th, the Iowa Catholic Radio Golf Outing at Blank Golf Course. Need to get yourself registered or you'll force them registered today. Enjoy a beautiful day outside uh, on the golf course. Um, it sounds fabulous. Uh, no, the golf outing isn't today. It's September 25th. Go to iowacatholicradio.com to get registered. And then the Christ Our Life Conference is scheduled for September 26th and 27th. And with COVID, um, it still is an issue. The organizers, as well as the Iowa Events Center, are taking all the precautions to create a safe environment. Um, so, you know, know that you'll be safe. It'll look different, just like going to Mass looks different, uh, but uh, it'll be still a wonderful event. And, you know, the, the beautiful music that we've come to enjoy, both the praise and worship music and during Mass, uh, have been personal highlights for me at the previous conferences. And our friend Steve Ingrisano will be back this year. Uh, praise and worship, uh, oh, just really lifts, uplifts us during the break. So looking forward to that. Steve is worth the price of admission. So for tickets, go online to ChristOurLifeIowa.com. Now, in news, this past weekend, we saw history literally crumbling in front of our eyes as statues were defaced or totally destroyed in the chaos of these riots. Statues torn down include George Washington, Ulysses S. Grant, Francis Scott Key, and St. Unipro Sarah, to name a few. Really, St. Unipro Sarah did everything he could to lift up the rights of the indigenous peoples and really helped to establish the state of California. So if there was a saint to pray for, to, to ask to intercede for us, it's St. Unipro Sarah. So St. Sarah, pray for us. The Supreme Court of the United States uh, blocked the ending of DACA, which is the Deferred Action to Childhood Arrivals, that allows nearly 650,000 young undocumented immigrants to live and work in the U.S. without fear of deportation. The majority of these individuals were brought to the U.S. by their parents as children. They had no choice in the matter. And now many of them are out of college and they're contributing members of society. Good work, SCOTUS. Glad to see that. Also on Monday, the Supreme Court ruled 6-3 in opinion uh, by Associate Justice Neil Gorsuch that the LGBTQ community is protected under a federal law banning sex discrimination in the workplace. We're going to see how that ruling plays out in hiring folks um, that are teaching the Catholic faith. What, how is that going to play out? Hmm. We don't know. Uh, when we come back, I'll be visiting with Dave Friesman a member of the Iowa Catholic Radio Board, physical therapist with Rock Valley Physical Therapy, and talking about how can we respond to the chaos around us in light of our faith. It's time for Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. The coronavirus has impacted lives in Iowa and around the world. This is especially true in rural South Africa, where COVID-19 restrictions have led to vulnerable children being hospitalized due to starvation. To combat this hunger, Blessman International now offers a program called One Child at a Time. You can sponsor a child in South Africa for $1 a day. Learn more at blessmaninternational.org. Blessmaninternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq-demoin.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Well, welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells. And my guest today is Dave Friesman. He's a physical therapist with Rock Valley Physical Therapy, and he is a member of the Iowa Catholic Radio Board. And uh, Dave, I, I loved the time that you were on with me this last spring during the Carathon, and we had this wonderful conversation rooted so much in Scripture and when I looked at all of these issues that are impacting us today, I wanted to just visit with a, a good Catholic friend who probably, like all of our friends, are just really struggling with how to respond to some of these issues. So thank you so much for joining me in this really broad-ranging conversation today. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I hope you can hear me okay. I can. I can. You know, it's it's interesting with the COVID nineteen. We're not broadcasting within the studio today. Um, all of our guests are always by phone, and today I had a conference call to be on a Zoom call to be on earlier, and so I'm I'm from my phone. So it's amazing technology and how it can help us. So so let's let's start. Um, given the broad 
uh, scope of our conversation today, everything from the coronavirus and George Floyd's horrific murder, the rallies, and then the civil disobedience, and even the presidential election and the regathering <laughs> this weekend of our uh, our Sunday liturgies, um, we both acknowledge that we are not experts in any of these areas, right? Correct. We yeah. are not. Yeah. We're just, along with the rest of society, we are we're thrust in the middle of them. And it seems, especially with social media, everybody has an opinion. But I think we have to be rooted in our Catholic faith. And uh, today I want to just simply have a conversation about the angst each of us are facing in these situations, how much it causes us angst, and, and what we can do about them in our own hearts and in our faith journey. So let's begin with that coronavirus thing. The, the disease is devastating. It has disrupted all of our lives. And, and you know, thankfully, I don't know about you, but I am thankful that those original projections of the number of deaths were never realized, the two to three million. Um, right. But some have come to the conclusion that, oh, it's not that bad then. They, they were just wrong, you know, those people that were estimating that. But it really, I mean, the, the prudent practice was to wear masks and to socially distance. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's interesting how, oh, now it's not that big of a deal. So I see people not wearing masks all the time. I don't know if you have people coming into your, your workplace that are just poo-pooing this whole idea. Have, right. have, have yeah. you or anyone in your circle been impacted personally by the coronavirus? You know, um in in our circle, uh, no. Fortunately, we have had several patients and and coworkers tested. Um, we did have one coworker not in our clinic who who did test positive, but his symptoms were minimal. He doesn't know where he picked it up. So again, I mean, and knowing all the precautions that we've been taking since spring break, that you can still get infected. <clears throat> excuse me, infected by this contagion is really scary because you don't know. If you're going to be that one person, you know, healthy or with underlying conditions, if this virus will take you down or if it will have minimal to no effects, but you could still either be a pre-symptomatic or an asymptomatic carrier. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, I mean, we have had one positive, but he's doing great and he'll be back to work um, probably this week or early next uh, after he gets a negative test. Um but from a family uh, circle and a, a friend community circle, no, um, thankfully. But uh, as you were talking about, we cannot take this virus lightly. It is not the flu. Uh, it is a very contagious virus. It is spread by, by fluid droplets. It can enter through your eyes. It can enter by your respiration. And it, and it really spreads like wildfire in close proximity and contact with other people, family, friends, otherwise, and not knowing if you're a, an asymptomatic carrier or have pre-symptoms because you've been exposed by whatever the exposure might be. And a lot of people don't even know, you know, where they may have been exposed, but just mm-hmm. knowing those, those facts, it's very scary, right? It is, it is a very contagious virus. We cannot take it lightly. I, we see we we don't re, we don't require our 
patients to wear a mask, but we encourage them and they all do. And we're finally getting more masks supply now where if, a, if somebody forgets their mask, they feel horrible <laughs> because they know we're a medical facility and we want to protect mm-hmm. our patients as well as ourselves and our families when we go home. And I'll speak about uh, my personal situation of why that's important here shortly. So we yeah, can't take it, it lightly. It, <clears throat> no, and it's frustrating. And, and, and I've grown more and more, um, I, I think, just out of maybe exhaustion or mental fatigue, whatever. But like I was at daily mass this week, you know, thankfully we can have daily mass again. And there was right. a person at Mass, another attendee, that was not wearing a mask. And a, a second person that wore a mask but only covered their mouth and not their nose. Right. You know, and, I, and I wanted to be like, I wanted to go up and say to them, you know, the little controlling mother personality, get your mask on. <laughs> sure. Like, oh. You know, it's like, yep. is that the Christian thing to do? Well, the Christian thing is to wear the mask to protect others, yet... Yeah, it's just, it's so frustrating. It is, and and this is a, a case where I, I actually had this conversation with a, a patient of mine this morning, <clears throat> excuse me, who is uh, very considerate, I would say, and, and she works in retail, and she's actually back to work, and she just said that she started to wear a mask at work, and they don't require it, but they're going to start to, which I was thankful to hear. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you have to continue to be the example right? You, you have to continue to wear a mask at work, outside of work, when you go to the grocery store. And, and if you, you know, happen to be talking in a circle of, of individuals, you know, and hopefully you're distancing a little bit in those situations, which is difficult. And I understand that, but that puts even more importance on wearing a mask. And it doesn't matter if you're inside or outside. You know, I've had so many people say, well, I'm outside, so it shouldn't really matter if I wear a mask or not. I mean, there's, there's increasing studies, uh, like, from the CDC that says, specifically, even if you're outside, don't let outside and the breeze, you know, or wind, you know, cloud your vision of how this virus can spread. You know, you can still, outside it could be even more contagious if you're downwind from somebody who coughs when they're on a walk. And by chance, that contagion gets spread because it gets into a wind current and it happens to land on you, right? I mean, sure, the chances might be slim, but still, it's an opportunity for Mm -hmm. spread. So we have to continue to be the example. And in conversation, our biggest probably advantage in being a medical facility is just thanking people for wearing a mask and telling them how important it is to reduce the spread and that we're thankful individually because it's going to help prevent us from taking the virus home to our families. Well, and you so, mentioned yep, you know, the, the, what, the what's example. going on in your family that this is even more important for you. Right, right. So in our family, we just happen to have two high-risk individuals uh, because of a heart condition and then a, an upper airway condition with our, our youngest uh, child who has a very mm-hmm. rare genetic syndrome and <clears throat> and having an upper airway compromise creates uh, asthmatic events or he's 
diagnosed as having asthma, and asthma should not be taken lightly with a respiratory virus. Um, mm-hmm. So if he were to get the virus, the chances that he would recover, you know, he's still a healthy kid, but the chances that he could be, I'll put it differently, that he could be affected very negatively are pretty high. And so we can't mm. take that chance, right? We have to protect him from all, all angles. Um, and that's why when I get home, I change, I take a change of clothes every morning. I take my shoes off because shoes, the bottom of shoes are huge virus carriers and huge dirt and germ carriers. So to people that, that might not think that way, um, they are. So I, I change my clothes. I wash my clothes before the kids even have contact with me. I wipe my face and my arms off. Anything that was, you know, that I didn't have covered at work, uh, gets cleaned off. Uh, before I have any interaction with my family. So it's really important, uh, those individuals that have any type of heart condition uh, that are on heart medication, you know, need to really examine kind of their medication, talk to their primary care physician or their their cardiologist and say, you know, how big of a risk am I? Because when you look at the people that are affected the most when they get infected with the contagion and they don't survive, the vast majority have underlying conditions. And that's the other scary thing. Even if you've been, you know, termed healthy and you, you don't have a knowledge of an underlying condition, I mean, there's some evidence that, <clears throat> that this contagion can kick you into a diabetic state. It could reveal, you know, uh, challenges with that type of diagnosis. Um, it can bring it to light. It can also create you know, an unknown heart issue because it attacks the heart. And, and if you don't know that you have an underlying condition, this may reveal it. And you certainly don't want the virus to reveal a heart condition because it's usually not a positive outcome. So, again, no well, one knows I'm things. Sure, Dave, I'm you sure your family looks perfectly healthy. Indeed. Yep. You know, so, oh, I, you know, they're healthy. I don't need to, I don't need to wear masks around them. <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah. it's that, that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't have known that your family had any of those issues. You wouldn't know if my head family had any issues. So it's like we might think that we're totally safe. Let's have a barbecue. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it does come down to, you know, you could still be an asymptomatic or even a pre-symptomatic carrier, have no idea, feel great, you know, three to five days later, come down with symptoms, you know, now we're getting into allergy season and that, you know, creates a little bit of fear in people with, you know, respiratory, sinus issues, mm-hmm. um, whether or not you have a fever or not, sometimes that, uh, that becomes a, a question as well. Um, but you don't have to have a fever to be infected by the, the virus, but it still mm-hmm. is a good uh, guideline to check, and that's why we check people that come in to our clinic, including ourselves, you know, their temperature. Let's look at that because it's not... Um, did, did, were you guys ever closed? Was Rock Valley closed because of the coronavirus? We no, we were not. Essential. Yeah, okay. Yep, we were listed as essential. Yep, thankfully. So, you know, one of the challenges, though, is how do you weigh the health risks with the economic impact? It's like, well, man, if we if we reduce staff, if we furlough folks, how is that going to impact them? How is it going to impact our revenue? Well, now you're only now you're just money grabbing capitalists, you know. Um, right. Yep. You know, it, yeah. it's like, 
No, I have I have my family to feed, and and I have X number of employees and their families that are relying on their income. You know how do you how do you weigh that? You know, and, and maybe you have employees that that just don't even you know feel safe coming to work, and yet they have to feed their families. And how do you weigh all that? Yeah, yeah, you know, so it is a a heavy weight to burden. Um, mm-hmm. That's where you know I feel fortunate uh, to work for the company that I work for, uh, and and also the big question was. How long is this going to last? If, if you think back to like the week of spring break and, and the week right after, that's really when the bottom fell out, you know, for us from a, a volume perspective of how we were seeing patients. And then, uh, you know, we went from 90 to 100% volumes in our clinic to under 40%. Um, mm-hmm. And still being thankful that we could be open to help these people, you know, through their rehabilitation or fight off their pain and be open for them so they didn't have to go to the emergency room and enter a health system where the potential of the virus and the contagious uh, aspect of the virus could be a little bit more prevalent with sick people coming in. So, therefore, we felt thankful that we are part of Homeland Securities Act and listed as essential. When it came to making decisions, you know, we're like, okay, so Initially, the thought was two or three weeks down the road, we should be through this first wave, right? <laughs> so, you know, the picture looks three a lot months. different. Yeah, now, you know, including now, the question is second wave. You know, some states, are they seeing it or is it just because of, of the increased gatherings that are out there? But from a company perspective, right away, we, we met um, as a shareholder board and came to the conclusion that we need to, to first take cuts from the top down um, and either not get paid or take a significant reduction in our pay. Um, So we started at the top down, not the bottom up. Um, Mm. And that kind of reminds me of, you know, the Catholic church. um, When I was really starting to get into my formation, uh, one of my Catholic friends and brothers that went through Christ renews his parish with me. um, And actually when I uh, was, Interestingly enough, asked to be a spiritual director. Who'd have thought, right? <laughs> mm, yeah. um, but, um, but this gentleman was, uh, I had a friend who's a, a chaplain at Mercy, another friend who is now a Jesuit priest, another friend who had his master's in theology from Creighton, just incredibly well-versed, smart, full of wisdom Catholics. And he said, to parallel what I felt like we were almost doing from a company perspective, taking a taking pay cuts from the top down is I w- it was explained to me that when you look at, you know, some people argue against the hierarchy of the church, you know, from the Pope and the magisterium down um, as a, an upward triangle. But in actuality, when you flip the triangle and you go, you know, triangle tip down uh, mm-hmm. that those leaders of the church become servants, you know, for the, the tree or the, the branches of the church going upward, that would be us, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Catholics. And so it's the Pope becomes the servant of servants, right? Not that we're serving our, our co-workers, but we thought that it was important to set the example and then to, you know, to reserve the resources that we could possibly to save for our employees that really needed it, you know. And then we went through we, we did actually have to go through two cuts of furloughs, but we looked at, you know, their salary on an equitable basis, which we strive to do our best in that arena. 
um, <clears throat> that if we furloughed an individual that based on their salary and income, um, that they would either be equal to, if not be making more, if we had to furlough them at least through the end of July, unless legislation mm -hmm. extends that. But we knew that they would be either equal to or better off if we had to furlough them and we did not reduce or take away their benefits. We're still paying for all benefits, even if people are furloughed or decreased hours. So, you know, and I talked to uh, a lot of business people, patients or non-patients, and um, I would have to say there was an overwhelming um, response of, wow, that's incredible as a company that you can do that. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think we were fortunate that the first quarter, despite the fallout of March, we really did have a great first quarter and that allowed us to be more flexible, but still, you know, you kind of take that out of the picture when this is going to affect a lot of people, you know, having over 450 employees, we knew that it could affect us greatly. And so trying to do the best that we could from the top down to, to help our employees that needed things the most. Um, I feel fortunate with the decisions that we made because going into turbulent waters, you don't know what your hindsight is going to be. And I can say at least at this point, I don't know a month or two from now, or if we have a second wave, how that's going to look. But I think hindsight, we're pretty thankful we made the decisions that we've made so far. Mm -hmm. Well, when we talk about being rooted in our faith and you talk about turbulent waters, when the, uh, when the apostles were in the turbulent waters, you know, they, they were afraid, and then they woke up Jesus, and, and you're, you're saying, you know, trust in the Lord, and we're going to turn out. We're going to be just fine. So uh, we need to take our bottom of the hour break. When we come back, we're going, to, we're going to turn from the coronavirus to another issue, and that's, yes, the, the murder of George Floyd, horrific as it was, but then the, the riots, the rallies, which have been good, the riots that have not been good, and how that challenges in our faith. You're listening to Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. <laughs> Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. svdpdsm.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. 
Make plans August 3rd for the annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Proceeds benefit the Coppola Family Endowment, providing assistance to students who otherwise may not be able to receive a Catholic education. Shotguns start at 715 with a boxed lunch, snacks, and beverages on the course. Information on event sponsorships, contact Carolyn at 515-778-9676 and register your foursome online at dowlingcatholic.org slash golf dash outing. The annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio in Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, a local brewery featuring seasonal and limited-release beers located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake and online at confluencebrewery.com. Confluence Brewing Company has growlers to go, apparel, and other gifts for family and friends. Confluence Brewing Company is available for curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things look fair today with high pressure overhead. We'll be in the mid to upper 70s this afternoon, clear tonight and mid-50s. Tomorrow, we're expecting sunshine or high around 80. The weather is brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy, outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation with seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells, and joining me today is Dave Friesman. Dave is a member of the Iowa Catholic Radio Board. He's a physical therapist, therapist with Rock Valley Physical Therapy. And, and Dave, I really appreciate you joining me today to talk about all of these issues that, I don't know about you, but it's like every day we are bombarded with another issue, another twist of the plot. And my stomach just churns at times, and I, I have to, like, pray intentionally. It's like, Lord, I give this all to you. There's, there's nothing I can do other than pray to you for safety for my family, for safety for our country. How do, how do you deal with, how do you personally deal with all of this angst that is just thrown at us every day? Yeah, you know, it's tough. Um... I think you just uh, probably hit the nail on the head and you have to, to pray about it. Um, you have to have common sense. Uh, you still have to do your best to be aware of your surroundings and the situations that are around us that seem to be, you know, getting even more turbulent or more polarized. And, you know, ask for uh, some divine wisdom 
to help get us through that. Mm. And, you know, um, I, I think interestingly enough, um, for those who may not know what the gospel reading was today, um, but it was, uh, part of it was Matthew chapter 7, verses 12, the golden rule. Mm. Do unto others what you would have them do to you. Um, so, you know, how, how great of timing to have that reading. Um, and, and I think as a society, as a nation, we've, we've, well, we've failed at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult and it's difficult to watch. It's difficult to watch the separation, the polarization between all types of people, race, sex, you know, my gosh, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. And then when you have kids, and you, yes. you have to be the leaders of a family, you know, and, and even though our kids are on the younger side of things, I'm, and they do, we are fortunate enough that they do go to Catholic school, and I think they've done a great job with, with uh, teaching kids, you know, about different people in history, no matter the color, the race, the, the religion, about great leaders who have done great things for our society to create a more equitable society um, and to break down those walls and barriers. So that's been helpful, but it still comes down to, you know, how are you going to teach that at home and Mm -hmm. teach love for one another and kindness. And then, you know, the golden rule do unto others, you know, what you would have them do to you. So it's, it's tough. We have to keep praying, but we also have to to encourage, um, you know, the right action to be taken um, with our legislators, with ourselves, with our communities, with our church, um, you know, and uh, so, yeah. Yeah, because we're That's not saying of... we should be doormats. No. You know, that if there's an issue that is of concern that, you know, in order to not create conflict, we should just, you know, sim- only pray about it and let what happens, happens. And it's like, you know, there's a saying that, you know, says, you know, pray uh, knowing that it's all in God's hands, but work as if it's only in yours, or something. Sure. That's a very bad paraphrase, but you know mm-hmm. we do. I mean, these peaceful protests that were nightly occurrences, I think, are great. You know, there's an opportunity to say there's an issue. You know, we need to let our voices be heard. We need to um, have conversations. We need to grow in our own knowledge and wisdom, as you mentioned. Um, and I, I don't have a problem with, with the peaceful rallies at all. I think that's a great way for us to, to explain why we feel that there is an injustice. I mean, I would think that you would agree with that. For sure. Yeah. But yep. Yeah, we have to support the, the, uh, the voices that are trying to be heard, you know, for the, the well-being and the better of all of our communities, society, and to, you know, ultimately, in this case, to help wipe out racism. Mm-hmm. But these riots have seemed to take on a life of their own, and, and they don't, it, it doesn't seem to be that there is um, still anger over the, the horrific death of George Floyd, or, um, you know, those seem to be now sidebars, that it's, right. it was a, a, a platform to jump off and to, and it really are riots. I mean, I, I was just shocked. At, and again, I don't know all the details of what happened at Hy-Vee um, this last weekend, 
And I, I thought it interesting that the register described the event as turning into a dance party. But when the images of the police car with the guy standing on top of it, that it has been defaced with profanity. And now the the register is saying, oh, it was just a dance party. It ended up being real great. It's like, I think where is the common sense that the people that do that, that, that that's unacceptable. Right. <laughs> I agree. I mean, and that's the sad part of, you know, how this all seems to be turning out, which is, you know, a challenge to talk about, too, because you want to support the, the protests and the voices that are trying to be heard. But at the mm-hmm. same time, taking the, the side of the, you know, our, the individuals that are trying to keep us safe, you know, our police and security people, you know, what's happening, you know, to, you know, the police car that was damaged and to things that, that happen when riots break out. I mean, that, that starts to, to cloud, to create the dark cloud of, you know, maybe the, the underlying, you know, things that are going on. And it's too bad that those things are happening because it, it does, it, it starts to create the division even more. And so it's, it's such a I'm challenge. Because I'm judgment. Uh, well, no. it's, it's, that's our part of our humanity, and that's easy to do, no. which is, again, why we have to be, um, you know, forgiving. And at the same time, it's like, wow, we have to also have to have common sense here and, and keep our wisdom and our peace about what's going on and, and uh, you know, support the, the good part of this, but, you know, certainly denounce the, you know, the riots and, boy, how it's really affecting people. I mean, that's, there's an economic impact, too. I mean, when, when windows get shattered, when stores get damaged, you know, especially think about, think about uh, a business like let's, you know, in any part of the, the country that may have been shut down because of the coronavirus and they're not sure where their next paycheck or where they're going to reopen. And then to think about, wow, now I just have to pay hundreds or thousands of dollars to repair my window or my security in my small business that was successful or thriving, and now I'm in the hole, right? So there's Mm -hmm. continued dissension and and this black hole of division along with decreased, well, just the the challenge of the economic impact of, you know, the riots as well. So it's a a challenge. because now I can't reopen because I don't have a front door. And windows, you know, they're all blocked up. And so now my employees are off work again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's this ongoing economic impact, which creates more of the the negativity, you know, about what's going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a challenge, too. Yeah, it is a a challenge, too. We're already at our next break, Dave. When we come back, we're going to touch a little bit on... Uh, the presidential elections and the angst that that's causing in our country. But I want to end. Is, is, is there uh, angst there? <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. So many questions. That's enough. Are... That's enough Dude. of an angst. We don't need anything else. But I do want to end the show today on a positive note and talk about all of the the gazillion different masses that we have had the opportunity to watch um, during this. Um, right. This time, I mean, we have been blessed with seeing some amazing churches, hearing some amazing homilies, and uh, so we're going to do all of that after this break. You're listening to Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. 
in giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at fredhaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours. God bless. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq Des Moines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and my guest today is Dave Friesman. Dave is a member of the Iowa Catholic Radio Board of Directors, as well as a physical therapist here in Des Moines with Rock Valley Physical Therapy. And, and uh, Dave, it's like we're having coffee today. It is we're, like it from a distance. Yeah, from a distance. We only need to be Zooming with our coffee cup in hand, and it'll be like we're right next door to each other. But yeah, right. we're covering all sorts of things, and and you know this presidential election that's coming up. Holy moly! I mean, it, the personalities aside of the candidates and all of that garbage that seems to be floating on both sides, you know, it really does come down for Catholics between you know this an issue of you know there's a pro life issues and and the message it, or it appears that. 
you know, the Republican Party is only interested in pro-life and they don't care about social justice at all, which isn't true. And the Democratic Party, which seems to be only interested in social justice and and nothing else, and and it's dividing the people in the pews, you know. Right. And yes, I understand there's this forming consciences for a faithful citizenship that we have through Iowa Catholic Conference and the USCCB. But how do we how do we deal with those that angst between our own choices of wanting to support a pro life agenda and social justice issues? Yeah, that's a great question, isn't it? One minute. You know, oh. Yeah, one minute. Well, <laughs> it's unfortunate. Again, you go back to how polarizing the two sides have become. Um, you yeah. know, but in the end, you know, I've heard, of, I've heard a lot and I've listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot of sermons uh, regarding this and try not to take sides. But, you know, when you strip down social justice and you strip down life, you do have to have life in order to defend social justice, right? So why can't there be more commonality in the middle? You, I mean, they seem to be, you know, it's almost like faith and science, right? They, they have to fit together to create good. Pro-life and social justice have to fit together to create a better life, a better community, a better church, right? So, you know, there is this, you know, like you mentioned, you know, forming your, your conscience, you know, and praying about the decision to, to vote and also exercising your right to vote, which is extremely yes. important, you know. Um, and I hope that this, this election, that people come out to vote or they, they get their ballots and they send them in. And I know that's a whole other topic of discussion, you know, depending on which side of the aisle you're on about mail-in and mail-in voting. But mm-hmm. But, you know, in order to stay safe and, and protect yourselves, you know, hopefully that can be a, a very, you know, specific, good, solid process for people to vote so they don't have to, to get out, you know, during the potential of flu season, cold season, and, you know, a potential second wave. Another topic of discussion. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the question is, you know, where do you stand or how do you, how do you take in all this between pro-life and social justice, you know? Mm-hmm. Again, I think the church has done a great job, you know, standing on, you know, on solid ground, you know, supporting both of those arenas and not taking sides on, you know, in the political sphere, which is, seems to get more and more volatile. Well, and that's the sad part. Among my Catholic friends, there are certain folks that you, you can't even hint at where your, your position is because mm-hmm. it, it creates then this this animosity and anger that somehow I'm trying to cram this down their throats. And I'm like, sure. that's not what Jesus would want. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. you take that a step further and, and arguably, which is so interesting that our current president has been probably the most pro-life or voted for, you know, legislation in the pro-life arena more than any other president. Um mm-hmm. And and then you you we all see I mean it's clear his antics um, and his tweets and how divisive they can be and even you know mentioning at this last rally that he had you know about you know the coronavirus and testing too much I mean that's the key to getting through this is testing and then antibody testing so you know you also have to have a common sense you know part of how you how you form your conscience 
how you vote, you know, you have to have peace with it too. Cause you know, I've heard many times that, you know, on judgment day, you know, is this going to come up as, you know, part of the, you know, part of the slate of how you voted. Um, and that's a, that's a tough question. And I don't like it to is. really, you know, be like that, but just suffice to say, I mean, I, I'm proud to be Catholic. Um, I do tune in to, you know, to what the USCCB has to say. And speaking of that, and I didn't get to mention it last, uh, during the last uh, section that we spoke mm-hmm. on, but, but they do really have a, a nice little one-page PDF um, regarding racism and the practical steps for eradicating re- racism. Yes. It's, the title is Open Wide Our Hearts, The Enduring Call to Love, A Pastoral Letter Against Racism. You know, mm-hmm. so, again, you know, praying about what's the right decision, what's the right, you know, place to position ourselves to support, um, you know, the political arena, um, ending racism. Uh, you know, I, I think for the most part, our church has done a great job standing up for both, including the, the life issue. So, yeah. yeah, now we have to form our conscience, right? And that's right. And, and just, <laughs> then really just be good examples of, you know, if we do stand on one side, why is that? And, you know, how can there be more community between, you know, maybe myself and somebody else who are on different sides of the political fence come to a common ground. And that's, you know, that's ultimately what I think a lot of us do. It's just unfortunate that when you go above us to the the political sphere, that that doesn't happen, regardless of what the commercials say that that people will do. You know, that's why it'd be so hard to run. (laughs) Yeah, that we stand on whatever our, our, our positions are, our beliefs, we should be standing together. And, but then to do our, the positions with love, that's the thing. Right, we've, just right. got, then, we've got one minute, and I want to know where you have visited, if I can put that in quote marks, for Mass online that, I mean, because we've had gazillion choices. You can go to your own parish, but I, I've watched Mass all over the place. What has been your favorite one? Yeah, you know, I would have to say, you know, Catholic D, excuse me, CatholicTV.com. It's the in diocese in, in Boston or Massachusetts. When, so... <clears throat> one uh, Saturday evening, we were we were trying to attend our uh, the church or the, some of the area churches, and one of them had some audio uh, difficulties. So we're like, okay, let's just see, because you know you hear about Bishop Barron, and you know how great of a speaker he is, um, Bishop uh, or or sorry, uh, Cardinal um, Dolan in New York at St. Patrick's, and wow, what an amazing cathedral that is. But we stumbled upon Catholic TV and. Um, Cardinal O'Malley out in the, the New England states out in, in Boston. And he, he happened to be presiding over Mass, and it was in their cathedral. And it, the cathedral was just simply breathtaking. I mean, it was all white. It had some, some gold, you know, highlights. But it was, it was almost breathtaking to the point where you could hardly pay attention to Mass. It was so cool. So wow. we, we kind of revisited back there. And they've, they've changed their format a little bit to, offering mass in their, um, you know, next to the, the Blessed Sacrament, and they had the monstrance uh, and the Blessed Sacrament exposed, which is awesome. But, boy, it was, it was breathtaking. So just a great way to see some amazing cathedrals and basilicas and places throughout the country and feeling so blessed so to be able cool. to do so. Yep. That is so cool. There's lots of silver linings that are coming out of 
of this coronavirus, and and there's always silver linings. Uh, you know, the phoenix rises from the ashes, kind of thing, and and uh, we just have to keep in prayer and keep focused. I I thank you so much, Dave, for joining me today, and 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 thanks to our producer Jimmy Olson. I'm Jean Wells, and today asking Saint Michael, the Archangel. So let's say his prayer. Saint Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all of the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. I thank you for joining me today on Straight Talk. We are on the air because of your prayers and your generosity. I thank you so much. Folks, please consider a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com. We are on air every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m., but you can always find us on our podcast through the Iowa Catholic Radio free app available at your convenience. It's great. Stay tuned for Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. God bless. Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk, heard every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and replayed at 10 p.m. only on Iowa Catholic Radio.